Hi, my name is Cecilia Mandrick, and I'm a life coach. I've worked with dozens of high-achieving individuals who feel in control of every aspect of their lives except their own happiness. In this podcast, I'm helping to bring self-proclaimed overachievers the practices, mindset shifts, and actionable steps they need to build more contentment, confidence, and joy in their everyday lives. If you want to create more happiness in your life, relationships, or even just your Mondays, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to episode five. Let's get going. Today we have a really fun topic and one that's sort of central to how happiness is portrayed out in the world. We're going to talk about why positive thinking as a strategy doesn't work for most of us and the larger idea that happiness is equated with positivity in our society. So what do I mean by positive thinking and affirmations? I'll admit that for me personally, even the term affirmations and positive thinking makes me cringe a little bit. It brings up images of spiritual bypassing, gaslighting, and putting on a happy face. And I tried this for a while, and it really didn't work for me, and so I just sort of, uh, I know. <laughs> it's kind of like high-vibe living at its best or its worst. And then there's a part of my brain that says for some people it may work, and it's more nuanced than how I'm portraying it right now. And that's totally true. So if positive thinking has worked for you and you're happy with how you're using in your life and how it's showing up in your life, that's amazing. This might not be the episode for you. But if you're using positive thinking to bypass yourself, meaning you use positive thinking to avoid more complex issues and emotions or to gloss over negative self-belief and talk, or if you're using it as a defense mechanism so you don't need to be with emotions, or if you're gaslighting yourself with positive thinking by creating a false positive narrative, stick around. This is an episode you want to listen to. A key to recognizing this is if you say to yourself, well, it's not that bad, or preface things with, this is a first world problem, or others have it worse, or I really shouldn't be feeling this way. You're gaslighting yourself in what some way. You're bypassing yourself. And that's not a way, at least not what I've seen, not a path to happiness. Or if you've just tried positive thinking affirmation route and it hasn't worked, this is an episode for you because you're not alone. I promise. There are a lot of people who try the affirmations and they don't quite work. And it's not that affirmations in and of themselves are bad. It's just maybe how we implement them. So if you stick around, we'll kind of find some different sorts of affirmations. So I want to pause here and mention positive psychology for a second, because positive psychology looks at the entirety of the human experience and uses strengths as building blocks. This is different from what we're talking about in this episode. And I think positive psychology can be really powerful when it's implemented in a holistic way, because it's looking at what's working for you, what you have available and building from there, rather than this gaslighting bypassing that positive thinking often has. The crux of positive thinking as a strategy is think positive thoughts and a happy positive life will follow. The directive is don't entertain or allow less than positive thoughts to cross your mind and magically you'll shift into a radically happy person. That's all you have to do is not feel negative emotions and you'll be happy. What's really interesting about this is that doing this or trying to do this makes most people feel more insecure, more anxious, more unhappy or less happy and more uncertain in their lives, which is sort of not what everyone's going for when they're trying it, right? When we try to be happy all the time, because we're told that this is success and we keep living our lives that are decidedly not 100% happy, we feel like failures. We feel like we're doing something wrong or there's something wrong with us. And so society, at least our society, and how we're sold things is that we should be positive all the time. And this is 
if you listen to all the episodes, episode one, when we talk about what happiness is, it's this hedonic happiness and this belief that our goal in life is just to string together a lot of joy, a lot of elation, and we'll be happy. I think that's what positive thinking is getting at. So it's hedonic happiness at its maybe best or worst, again, if you just stay in that space. If you just string together enough joy, then you'll be happy. And it ignores the underlying nature of humans and humanness and the human experience, which is getting into why it doesn't work. And this question, why can't we just will ourselves into happiness, into this elation and joy by ignoring and resisting all the negative thoughts and emotions? And I think there are two reasons. The first we talked about in episode three, and it's because we're humans, right? What I just said, because the human experience is 50-50 meaning that at most we can expect to feel happy in the joyful, positive sense 50% of the time. The other 50% will be filled with loss and disappointment, rejection and fear, sadness and anxiety. It's just how our brains are wired, what the human experience seems to be. And when we try to ignore this, when we try to goad ourselves into just that positive elation, into that hedonic happiness over and over again, it won't work because inevitably there will be loss in our life. There will be disappointment. We will feel fear. We will feel sadness. It's part of our experience. And then we're ultimately going to feel like a failure or again, like there's something wrong with us. That's where shame comes in. So a lot of times I think positive things Thinking leads to feelings of shame, not enoughness, because we almost can never measure up to it. We're humans. We can't be happy 100% of the time. Our brains won't let us do it. And so we don't. And so we fail. And from an evolution perspective, if we were happy, joyful beings all the time, we probably wouldn't be here, right? We would have been eaten. We probably wouldn't have been good tribe mates. We probably would have starved. We wouldn't have saved food for winter. We would have eaten the wrong berries. So having that other 50% helps us to be. It helps us to be human. And negative emotions, as I said in episode three, like there's nothing wrong with them. Even calling them negative, I really don't like. I love, it's more hard to feel feelings, right? They're part of our experience and it's okay to be with them. It's okay and even necessary to expand your ability to feel them. For me, there's something really freeing in this, in thinking that I can feel all the emotions and part of my human experience is not to be 100% happy. So I'm not supposed to walk around in a state of elation. In fact, I wouldn't really want to if I think about it. I want to feel sad when I lose something like my old passport that had all these amazing visas in it. Or if a friendship ends, I wanted to feel lost and emptiness when I had a miscarriage. I wanted to feel ungrounded when I left my career and identity. I don't want to not feel those things. Those are really rich experiences, and I'm so happy I was able to be present for them and experience the negative emotions. So demonizing negative emotions actually keeps us from being happy in a really weird way. I know if you think about it, it seems convoluted, but to be happy, we need to feel those other things. I think I mentioned this in episode three, but I'll say it again because we're talking about it. Eudaimonic happiness rather than hedonic happiness is what we're going for. It's also possible to have peace and underlying contentment, even happiness when things are tough. When you're in that eudaimonic space, it's possible to be present through the toughness. And this is what I was talking about just a couple seconds ago about being present through those hard things that I experienced. I'm happy that I was able to be present. I'm happy that I was able to experience those emotions because they were very rich experiences. The second reason I think positive thinking doesn't generally work is we don't believe it. We just don't believe the positive thoughts. So let's use a body example because I think it will resonate with a lot of people. And we'll look at another one too. 
So you might hold the belief that your legs are disgusting. So when you look in a mirror, you might say or think, gross, I hate my legs, they're disgusting. Positive thinking and affirmations would say that you should stand there and say, my legs are beautiful, my legs are powerful and strong, I love my legs. And that's a pretty big leap to go from I hate to I love just in a few seconds of standing and looking in the mirror. And when you get in touch with your bodily reaction, your body will have a feeling when you say my legs are gross. And when you say I love my legs, there may not be any emotional change at all in your body, which means that you don't actually believe that thought. It's a thing that you can logically say. You can logically say my legs have helped me walk thousands of miles. My legs have gotten me where I am today. I I love my legs. I want to love my legs. So that's your prefrontal cortex. But the emotional part of you, there might not be a change when you say those things, which means, again, you don't actually believe them. No matter how many times you repeat, I love my legs, you won't magically start loving them because that thought is still not true to you. So you can repeat it over and over again for a year and you still aren't going to love your legs because you haven't worked with yourself. This is gaslighting. It's bypassing. It's not honoring how you actually feel about your legs. If the body example doesn't resonate with you, think of maybe parenting or work. Perhaps you yelled at your child or maybe a colleague at work and you think, I'm a horrible person or parent. Your body reacts when you have that thought because that belief feels true to you in that moment. You actually think that you're a horrible person. And positive thinking says you should just replace that thought with, I'm a great person. But if you don't feel lighter or more open in your body with that new thought, you don't believe it. And so it's not actually going to change anything. And in fact, it's probably going to make you feel worse because you don't believe it. It doesn't feel true to you. In the body example, rather than moving to, I love my body and legs, You might then say, I have human legs. With this thought, if it feels accessible to you, it might create a slightly lighter feeling in your body. With the work parenting example, you might say all people yell, or even good parents and people yell sometimes. If that creates the lighter feeling, that means you believe it. Those thoughts, those more neutral, less exciting, less sexy thoughts are generally called ladder thoughts, and they take away the inherent judgment and inaccessibility of the positive thinking. To use another example, if you're trying to change your mindset around money and you're just using affirmations, maybe you're using one, I'm good at saving money, but no part of you actually believes that thought, you might try something like, I'm learning to spend money differently. Because thoughts matter so much and are the path to change, We have to believe them. We can't just give ourselves a thought that feels logical and feels like maybe the right thought, but it isn't one that we believe yet. So when you start to shift some of the judgmental and self-critical thoughts to more neutral ones, happiness and contentment actually become more accessible. Whereas if you try and shift the judgmental and self-critical thoughts to really positive ones, happiness and contentment are further away. They feel less accessible because the judgment becomes stronger. You recognize, your body recognizes that you don't believe those thoughts, and then you feel like a failure on top of everything else. Like, I can't even love my legs. So while positive thinking can leave us even more down, the latter thoughts, which can seem even silly, right? Like, I have human legs, can be really powerful. They can be so amazing at starting to shift what you actually believe. And I mention this, but I want to touch on it a little bit more deeply is the key here, one of the main keys, is noticing how a thought feels in your body. And this can take some work depending on how embodied or disembodied you are as a person. You have to notice how a thought feels in your body. So maybe close your eyes can be really helpful saying it in a quiet space. When you say, 
I'm a horrible person because I yelled at my colleague. How does that feel in your body? What is the experience there? Often the positive thinking and affirmation thoughts don't create a bodily shift. So if you're working with that thought, I'm a horrible person, and you say, I'm a good person, you're probably not experiencing any bodily change. So those thoughts aren't for you. But if you dial back to a neutral thought in some way, there might be a shift. So there might be a bodily shift when you say, even good people yell at their colleagues sometimes. Maybe you feel lighter. Maybe you feel opening. Maybe you feel some shift that indicates that you do actually believe that thought. That's a thought you can work with. If we go to the body example again, when you bypass yourself to I love my legs, you feel dejected. So dialing back to neutral thoughts in some ways can allow the thought shift, which allows the emotion shift, which then changes how you act. So if we think about the body example, when you bypass yourself to I love my legs, because that's not a thought we believe, we often have even more judgmental and critical thoughts. We feel maybe dejected. And the actions that come from dejected are not generally supportive. They're not generally the thoughts you want to have if you're trying to make shifts and changes in your life. Same with the parenting or work example. So if you say, I'm a good person, but you don't believe it, you actually then feel like a failure. You might feel dejected. You might feel lonely. You might feel ashamed. And from those, you're never going to have the actions that help you to grow and change. If you get in touch with the latter thoughts, the actions, the feeling you create might feel lighter or more open. The actions from those latter thoughts become supportive. They are the ones you need for growth versus the positive thinking thoughts lead us down that path of feeling more insecure, more anxious, unhappy, and uncertain. So that's why positive thinking and affirmations can be the enemy of happiness, contentment, growth, and satisfaction. When you find yourself in a negative thought spiral, try to feel the feelings. Ask what thought is there and then ask what's a different, more neutral thought I can believe. Can I work with that thought right now? Again, this sounds really simple, but it's really powerful. When you're standing in the mirror and you're trying to get to a place of loving your body, but you're hating your body in that moment, what are some neutral thoughts? What are some places you can start? Be there. Support yourself there. Take the first tiny step. And maybe if you remember the game Shoots and Ladders, one day maybe you'll actually find a ladder that will like take you all the way up the board and all of a sudden you'll love your body. But maybe you're just going to take one ladder thought after the next and you'll get to I love my body. You'll get to I love my legs. It just might take some time. All right. So less positive thinking often leads to a happier life. I know, our brains don't often make logical sense, but try this. Try to find some latter thoughts to work with in your life, to work with whatever thoughts you're trying to change, and let me know how it goes. I can't wait to hear how this works for you. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're looking for another way to bring a little bit of joy into your life, I have just the thing for you. My Feel Your Feelings mini course is designed to help you develop emotional literacy and increase your emotional resilience. It's totally free and available for you by going to Cecilia, that's C-E-C-E-L-I-A-B Mandrick, M-A-N-D-R-Y-K dot com forward slash free training. I just know you're going to love it. We'll see you back here next week on Happiness Created. See you then. Here's a quick reminder to follow this podcast so you can get your weekly dose of happy delivered right to the top of your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is open the Apple Podcast or Spotify app on your phone, 
search for Happiness Created. Click on the show and hit the little plus sign or follow button in the upper right corner. I'll meet you back here next week.